Hello, Sebastian Lacido here, and welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in Matthew chapter 8, verse 28. It says, And when he had come to the other side, to the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two demon-possessed men, coming out of the tombs exceedingly fierce, so that no one could pass by the way. And they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you Son of God? Have you come to torment us before the time? I think this is extremely interesting because Jesus always was the Son of God. He, the man Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but the Son of God had always existed. These demons recognized who Jesus was, even in his humanity. And here's the thing. They said, have you come to torment us before the time? They knew that their judgment would be before Jesus at some point in the future. They knew that it wasn't the right time. They knew two things that most of humanity didn't know. They knew that they were going to be judged eternally. They knew that they were going to be tormented in that judgment, and they knew it wasn't the time. So they knew there was a time frame by which that would occur. You know, that's interesting when you look at it, because this is the man Jesus on the earth, yet they still reverenced him and knew him, and they still knew he had authority because they asked to be cast out into the swine. Well, I want to read you from Colossians chapter 2. It says, verse 13, it says, And you being dead in your trespasses, the uncircumcision of your flesh, he's made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses, and wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, taking it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. And listen, having disarmed or destroyed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So at Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, in his resurrection, he made a public spectacle of Satan. He didn't do it on earth. Let me give you an example. When Rome would go in and destroy a nation, a city, uh, an area, it would uh, burn everything to the ground that wasn't useful to them. They would kill and execute everyone that wasn't useful to them. They would strip all of the leadership, the generals and, and major military leaders, the king, the princes, they would strip them naked. Um, all of the other people would go into slavery and they would, in shackles, bring them naked all the way back to Rome. And they would march them through the city of Rome, people throwing uh, fruit at them and, and garbage at them, ridiculing them, spitting at them uh, and humiliating them as they walked through Rome. This is the public spectacle. And then they would execute them publicly and they would hang their bodies at the, at the gates of the city. So this is a public spectacle. So when Jesus resurrected, he disarmed and destroyed Satan and every demonic principality and power. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. We just read in Matthew that the, 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 the demons knew that they were going to be tormented and judged by Jesus. So why did Jesus do it? Jesus did it because if you read the context of Colossians 2, <clears throat> we're buried with him in baptism. We're connected with him in covenant. And so he did it to bring us up to have that authority. He gave us that authority. He gave us his position. And so when we understand what he did, he did this as a man and for man. Uh, he conquered them and destroyed them and made a public spectacle of them in the spirit. And so they are destroyed. They know they're destroyed. They know they're, they're, they're going to judgment. But here's the thing. You and I have authority over them. We have the ability to speak over them and have authority to cast them down, to cast them out, and to 
destroy their works in our lives and other lives. And so they really only have the power that we give them. And that power is generally through ignorance, not really understanding, you know, uh, who we are and what belongs to us. So as we look at the scriptures here, you know, the, 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 they're conquered. They, we have authority. You know, Ephesians chapter 6 says that, you know, we war against these principalities and powers, but we have the authority in God and his word and the covenant we have. We have the armor of God. Amen. So don't be afraid to run into the battle. Don't be afraid to take them on. Don't be afraid to cancel their assignments in your life, to come against them and to cast them down and to cast them out with our words, because we have that authority. We are sons and daughters of God. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for sharing this message with family and friends. Help us expand our audience. Uh, we pray that if we're speaking into your life, you would help us in ours on our journey to teach God's word. Uh, we ask for partners, those that would dare to partner with us, uh, to join us, to allow us to teach the 17 separate teachings we have every week and touch lives all over the world. And so we ask you to join us for, you know, 20, 40, $50, whatever a month to help us on our journey to do that. We thank you for allowing us to join you on your journey to know God and his word. We just, we love you. We thank you. Uh, we just thank God for you. Uh, if you have a prayer request or a prayer need, just write us at contact at watchersoftruth.com and we'll join together. Our prayer team will join together with you to help break through. So God bless you and have a great, great day. Thanks for watching.